Welcome back to the Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley Harley Davidson. Today's guest, I've got multiple Australian dirt track champion, Jared Brook. Welcome, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity and coming on here. No, awesome, mate. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for coming down. Um, multiple Australian champ doesn't really resonate that you've got a list a mile long of different <laughs> achievements. What got you into it? Um, I'm not too sure, to be honest, really. Yeah. I guess um, when I was younger, uh, dad grew up on a farm when he was younger and rode bikes and quads and stuff like that. And when my sister and I were younger, he, uh, mum and dad got my sister and I a quad each and started yeah. riding around on them. And then dad bought an old XR 400, I think it was, started riding that. And once I saw him riding that, I wanted the dirt bike and yeah, it all started from there. What sort of age was that at for you? Well, I think it was probably around five or six when I started, yeah. Yeah, right. And you, you grew up in um, up Gympie region. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have like property up there that you practice on or something? Uh, or? Yeah, mum and dad yep. have 12 and a half acres up there. Yep. So it was enough to ride around yep. on and we had a few cows and horses and stuff like that. Yeah, it was great. Oh, awesome. So racing, did we, were you someone that wanted to race a bike when you, as soon as you got on it? Were you just someone that was happy just to cruise around a farm? Um, I think at the start I was probably just happy to cruise around and then when I got the Honda 50, I was riding that around for a fair while and Dad built a little track, a little motocross track. Like a QR, QR50 or something? Uh, or CRF. That, oh, CRF50, yeah. sorry. Yep, yep. yep. So, yeah, started on that. Dad built a little track and I guess he started racing through a, like a family friend, got Dad into racing and I guess once again I saw him racing. I wanted to do that and my sister and I, yeah, we went racing. Wow, that's pretty cool. Did your, did your dad race... Yeah, like pre pre you having kids and stuff or no i don't think so no he so he rode around on the farm yeah he literally got an xr 400 and then decided to go racing. yeah wow yep and what sort of racing did he do uh we started off doing enduro mm. yeah and you're, you're like you're in pretty much a home of enduro up home You've pretty much yeah there. there's a lot of tracks and trails and stuff you can ride on and a lot of people in gimpy themselves they ride in the bush or yep. race enduro and stuff like that so yeah what was the what was the introduction to go into flat track? What what got you there? Um, well, through the same family friend that got dad into racing enduro, um, he actually wanted dad to do the North Brisbane Cup with him mm. back a, quite a few years ago now, and they did the North Brisbane Cup race on the Saturday night, and then we went racing enduro on the Sunday. And yeah. I guess watching dad race down there it lit up my eyes, and yeah, it's pretty much started from then on. Damn, that's crazy. That is mm. yeah, it's. Yeah, like to, to see what you've achieved current, like up to now. What, how, how old are you? 22. To, to up to 22. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. North Brizzy Cup, that was obviously two rider. What was it, 20 laps or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it used to be teams event, 20 laps. You'd do 10 laps each. Yep. And they'd, in the kid, over. kidney section, they'd do the swap over, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, they'd swap old hairband over or right. something like that and, yep. yeah, you'd go again. Because it's not like that anymore, is it? No, they uh, last year was the single where you did mm. twenty laps individual, and then the year before that was the teams, and then I think the year before that was um, individual again. So they swap and change every now mm. and then. Which you got the win last year, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jack Miller. Jack Miller, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was pretty crazy to watch. Wasn't yeah, it? that was a good race. It was good racing all day, to mm. be honest. Like having Jack there, and it just lifts the sport so much when a For guy sure. like him comes along and. They had a great turnout of fans there and most of them were there to see Jack, but it was great for everybody else that was there too. What I what I liked about it, and I was, I was there, I go to North Brisbane Cup each year yep. and other, other events as well, but uh, it really uh, showed the level of talent that we got here. 
Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. We're, Especially at the club there at North Brisbane too. Sure. Like when you go away racing titles and stuff like that, uh, a lot of the kids and seniors get on the podium. So yep. it's great, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a strong club and it, and it always has been, hasn't it? Like yeah. it's always had a good history of that. So when your dad did it, did you did you go out the race next weekend or <laughs> what, um, what happened I th- then? I think it was a couple of weeks later we went up to Maryborough, uh, yeah. up to Action Park, the dirt track up there and mm-hmm. rode around there and then – and then it's pretty much Christmas time, and then yep. the year after, I think we started riding at North Brisbane. And what sort of age are you at this time? Like, what are you riding? I was on a um, YZ eighty five, so maybe Small thirteen, wheel. twelve, thirteen, yeah, something. eleven, twelve. I Somewhere think I was. There. Yeah. And was that because traditionally the event before Christmas is a wide bay title? Was that a wide bay title, or was that just a club no? Day? It was yep. just their local club day. Yep. Yeah. Good track, eh? It is good. It's yep. a great track. I wish I had more races up there, to be honest. But yeah, for it's sure. To see like it in its peak, like, uh, you know, I, I went to an Aussie title in about 2004 there. Oh, yeah. So Aussie titles, obviously the wide bay titles, they yep. had heaps of different stuff there, Queensland championships. Mm-hmm. Um, in its peak, in its heyday, that would have been <laughs> the place to be. Oh, yeah. I've uh, uh, seen a couple of videos of back in like the early 90s or yep. late 90s and the crowd of people just yep. around the track is unbelievable. For sure. Yeah, the sport was, uh, sport was cranking. Oh, yeah. And were you natural when you hit dirt track? Um, not really, to no. be honest. Yep. I was just riding around because I liked it. I was started, you know, coming last, second last, and then yep. worked my way up to mid-pack and then at the front kind of thing. And, yeah, but no, it definitely wasn't a natural to start off with. Wow. So just hard, hard work, just riding, riding, Yeah, riding. just yep. riding, doing a lot of laps and just really enjoying it along the way, yep. to be honest, yeah. So you, like when you first did, because a lot of people will come from, say, motocross or something, go to dirt track and go, this isn't for me. I don't like this style. No, they say it's too easy or whatever. (laughs) You get that a lot, eh? You do, yeah. Yeah. Which is a little annoying because, I mean, in some ways, I guess it is easier than you're not getting smashed doing motocross, but it takes a lot of skill to to do dirt track in its own way. Oh, it does, mate. And uh, like, yeah, throttle control. Yeah, brake control, like some of the control that dirt track like guys and girls have is is some of the best in the world. Yeah, and you yeah, look it's at crazy. the elite sport of motorcycle racing being MotoGP, mm-hmm. and most of them have got dirt track backgrounds. Yeah, that's right. You look at well, Valentino Rossi or yeah. Mark Marquez. Or I mean, Valentino he's got a unreal wow. dirt track at his place. He's got heaven. Mark, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's awesome. Yeah, Mark Marquez obviously he's got his set up, and yeah. you know they yeah they're right into it. Yeah. Mate, the other week when we started talking about this show, we were out at uh, Ipswich doing mm-hmm. our V-Twin Hooligans race for the first yep. time. And that morning, of the, like we got two weeks in a row riding with you, well, watching you ride. Uh, but that morning was pretty horrendous on track. <laughs> and we're all sort of sitting there like... It was. Oh, man, this is pretty wet. I don't yep. know if I want to take these out here. And you went out and... Yeah, I didn't even really want to take <laughs> my bike out there, to be honest. Uh, well, you came... Like, and we'll say it, you came off yeah. pretty slowly. But uh, you did. Yeah. Oh man, I was packing it. <laughs> I was like, put this thing in the van. I was so nervous going out yeah. there. It's like it was just a fun day for me, you know, get yeah. to ride around, watch some great racing, and do yep. a few laps myself. But um, yeah, I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just don't want to fall off. And I was only going slow, like yeah. compared to what I usually go around there, and just laid it down. <laughs> yeah. And as as I say, like your your credential list of the sport compared to all of us guys standing on the side of the track. I was sitting there thinking, man, if he crashes his purpose-built 450 out here and I'm going out here, this is going to be difficult. But yeah. it got so good, hey? Oh, it looked unreal. I wish yep. I'd got to do some more riding. But um, the, the great 
kudos to the club for yeah. putting in the effort to continue it and to make it happen because, to be honest, I thought it was going to get yeah. cancelled. But, no, it was great. Like I'm sure you've been to many a dirt track event in the past and seen a track like that and they probably wouldn't run it. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. they put they put the groundwork into it. Yeah. So <clears throat> junior career, what, what happened? You, you got into there, you had a bit of fun. And then when, when did you start finding your feet? Um, pretty much since I started riding KDM, so I suppose. What were you on before? Yamaha's. On yeah, the yeah, right. said, yep. yeah. And then I think I rode them for like a year, mm-hmm. a year and a half maybe. Yep. And then the local shop um, just started up in town, Wide Bay Motorcycles yep. in Gympie. And um, they were getting KDM and I was lucky enough to Shane there. He helped us out a little bit with a race plan on a KDM and yep. it all started from there and then slowly just got better and better riding those. Yeah. What was the uh, what was the KDM at the start? What's Just the K- SX85. 85 SX, yep. yep. So you started on that and then sort of started to find your feet? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Started getting a little bit better yep. and then um, we started travelling a little bit more down south and stuff like that to other tracks yep. and... Yeah, just so what, getting better and better. What were some of the other tracks that were on, on the table then? Um, pretty much all the same that are going around now, like Raymond Terrace, yep. Curry Curry, Central Coast. Yep. Yeah. Kempsey? Kempsey, yeah. Yep. I rode a little bit down there yep. and um, Gunnedah out that way. Tamworth, they even have a track down there. Mm, Gunnedah's a good track, eh? It is. It's unreal. It's an awesome facility there. Yeah, Same it's thing. the best oil track, I reckon. You reckon it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm... Yeah, I reckon, yeah, I think you'd have to be right. Either there or Kem- Kempsey's are super fun. Kempsey's pretty good Yeah, too, super yeah. fun, but uh, very, very compact Kempsey. That's right, constantly, yeah. It's constantly on the Quite side. small. It is, so. Um, and when did you get your first, like, title? When did that happen? Um, probably not until, I think I may have got one um, when I was on 85, but it wasn't really a title because there wasn't enough numbers. Yep. Um. But pretty much when I started on the 150 and 250, I only ever won one Australian title as a junior. So, yeah. Really? Yep. Just one? Just one, yeah. Which is not just one, but, yeah, like to see as a senior come through. Yeah. You've added to that quite list. a change. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, my last year as a junior, because um, you could ride three classes when yep. you were that age, two on the 250 and one on the 150, I got five seconds and one first out of the yeah, two nice. Australian titles we where, had. Where was that? Um, one was at Cowra in New yep. South Wales. It's an unreal track down there. Yep. Is and it a deco track as well? It is a yep. deco track, yeah. Yep. It's quite a big track. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was in Townsville, I'm pretty sure. Who were you... Um, and is that Air, uh, not Air, um, no, Home Wood, Hill? Woodstock. Woodstock, sorry. Townsville, yeah. Mm. Who, were you, who, uh, who were you competing against there, do you remember? Uh, Kai Thompson is probably the biggest competition. So Kai Thompson, who we had out there the yeah, other weekend. Yeah, that's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. He's unreal, huh? He's a good, great rider, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, at some point, did you link up with Paul Kaslick to do any coaching or something like that? I did, yeah. Yep. Early on, pretty much, when I was... Um, only just getting on to the 150, 250, or maybe even a little bit on 85. I can't quite remember, but mm-hmm. definitely on a 150 and 250. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he was a big mentor and to have the way I ride today and I guess yep. my attitude towards racing and fitness and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. To be honest, I can't thank him enough for the support that he gave to me and the wisdom over the years. It's, yeah, sure. it's great. He's, he, you know, there's so many uh, divided people over Paul Kasler, right? <laughs> someone yeah. might have had a bad run in, someone had a good, whatever, it doesn't yep. matter. But he's dedicated his whole life to that sport. Oh, completely. And he wears his heart on. He does. He wears his heart on his sleeve and, yeah, 
Yep. So, yeah, as you say, some people may yep. not always agree with what he says, but he always has people or the sport at the best heart interest and, in heart. Oh, for sure. For sure. And he's dedicated pretty much his whole life yep. to doing it. And yep. I remember being like a, a real little kid. Uh, I would have been probably six or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And it was him and Chris Watson racing at Ballina where oh, I grew yeah. up. And, man, it was there's been no better and I'm going to make this same thing to come through to now. We've got yourself, Michael Kirkness and Max Whale are three, right? Michael's a bit old. He's, I think he's my age, Yeah. but you guys are putting, have put it out there as in the skill set, pretty much the same. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. It's I mean, been cool. Yeah, it has been great. I mean, yep. you just got to look at Mick and what he's done over for in sure. America for all those years and yep. even the way he rides over here. I mean, the guy's a legend. You go over to America and people ask you where you're from and you say you're from Austra- yep. Australia and they always go, oh, do you know Mick? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. It's pretty funny, yeah. That is cool. And to see, yeah, to see what he's achieved in the, in the sport is, yep. um, is huge and, you know, still part of it, still fast. Yeah, still, still fast. Still there Sunday, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. What, um, okay, so you got into seniors. Mm-hmm. You st- did you swap straight to a 450 or did you stay on a 250 senior? Ah, uh, both. You did both. Yeah, yeah, I did both for a yep. few years, 250 and 450. And how was it at the start? Was it a big learning curve to jump yeah, in? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah. Um, when I turned senior, you had guys like Mick, yeah. uh, Luke Richards, Marty McNamara, yeah. Cazzo, he was still racing full on at that time. Yeah. Jace Castles from Nudgee here in yeah. Brisbane and um, Luke Goff, he he did a yeah. lot of years in America too. Mm. Um, I mean, you had all of those guys that had been around for a long time and yeah, it was a big learning curve, but I think I was quite lucky to be honest to start racing as a senior with the likes of those guys. So you're 22 now and a senior 16 in the Yeah, that's right. So yeah. we're talking, what's that, uh, six years? Yeah. So like things like Troy Bayless classics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you would have been just, like I watched those, you yeah. would have been just getting into the senior ranks there. Yeah, that's right. I think the um, first Troy Bayless classic that they did, I was a junior still for that then. So yep. I just rode in the, the junior support class. Wow. And, and um, yeah, I... I did one year as an all-star there or two years maybe, but, yep. yeah. I mean, that was a great event in itself and what Troy did for the sport at Dirt Track um, was unreal. Yeah, it was huge. Mm. It was huge. And then things like the uh, Moto Expos and stuff yeah. like that. You know. Yeah, I was lucky enough to ride at a couple of those. Well, I rode at one in, down in Melbourne. Yep. And, um, yeah, that was very cool. Like when you've got people like uh, yourself, um, Michael Kirkness, Paul Caslick, Jason Crump, Troy Bayless, yeah. um, obviously Luke Goff and... Like it, it, it is. Um, it's quite a quite a show. Yeah, for sure. You did. Uh, you did the Phillip Island one too, didn't you? I did. Yes, at uh, MotoGP, MotoGP down there. Yeah, that was awesome. As a senior. Senior, yeah. Yeah, you would have yep. been just just on. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think I was sixteen or maybe seventeen. Yeah. How was how was that to go into to racing? Um, you had a couple of guys from America and stuff coming over for that. Yeah. Was that a big step? Do you feel? Yeah, for sure. Because yep. uh, I'd never really rode anything like that because it's more like the American style mm. um, on that track down there at Phillip Island and that was the first time kind of running the 19s on full dirt and stuff like that and yeah. having guys like Jared Mees there and I think maybe Jack Johnson was at Phillip Island right. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's a fair a big, learning curve. Big chunk, isn't it? Yeah. So your, your setup traditionally would have been a 21 and an 18? Yeah, correct. For, for pretty much the whole time? For everything, basically. Yeah. Unless on, like, if you're at Tari or Kempsey or yep. Gunnedah on the world track, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, did you feel comfortable getting on the 19 straight away? Not really. I mean, I was pretty uh, pretty aggressive with the old right hand on the throttle. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 
when I first started on the 450. I guess I was, you know, younger kid, excited, racing yep. against some quick guys and a bit too aggressive on the throttle, which definitely doesn't help when you're on 19s. But no. um, over the years, I guess, smoothed that out and changed my riding style a little bit and getting more comfortable now. What like I know there's there's talk of it and diff, different fields talk of it about having 19s as like the the tire just to have yep. everywhere like yep. just put in a rule this is what it's going to be stop people having different things mm-hmm. what do you think of that I think it'd be good um, yeah. in the way that everyone's running on the on the same tire yeah but then also uh, which a lot of people don't really look at it in the way is that. In America, and if you go to Canada or even Japan, racing yep. dirt track over there, that's what the tyres are like. Yeah. So you're better off, I mean, racing here in Australia, I think you're better off racing on them. Just have honest. 19s everywhere, whether yep. it be North Brizzy, mm-hmm. my catcher if you're doing a day there or anything, just yep. run them. Yep. Yeah, that's it, yeah. At least I, I guess if, if everyone's on them, there's no complaints. No, that's right, yeah. You know, and I mean, on our tracks here, like the 2118 is faster it is? Yeah, yep. on our dirt tracks, yeah, yep. compared to the 1919. But yep. then if everybody's on the 19s, well, just comes down to riding on those. And I, I think for the other part, for the sport, it just saves a whole lot of people going out getting this wheel for this one, this one for this one. Yeah, If you went out it. and just got a set of 19s and you could race everywhere, you're laughing. Yeah, for sure. It makes it a little bit cheaper in the long run and, yep. yeah, it's even. It's yeah. great. And that's a word that doesn't come out of people's mouth for much about racing is it makes it cheaper. Because <laughs> no, it's not a cheap sport. Funny. It's not, no. <laughs> how, did you, how did you go with that? Like you've had some pretty long-term sponsors. Obviously um, you've got McLeods now with fly gear and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, did, did, we, we, uh, did they approach you or how did that work at the start? Um, it all started from Wide Bay pretty much. Most yep. of the spo- all, all of the sponsors basically I have now yep. um, started from there, either through KDM or just through Shane had like introduced us to the reps and stuff like that that yep. had come into the shop and it all kind of went from there. And it's pretty awesome because like if you look at your riding coming just as a senior to now, you pretty much had the same long-term sponsors. Yeah, correct. Which, which is pretty cool to see because it's, yeah. it's a pretty tough market. It is for sure and... You know, I can't thank all of the people that have helped me out uh, along the years and have stuck by me for that long. I mean, it's awesome and we have great relationships with those guys that helped me out and, yeah, it's good, really good. Like for, for you, like as, as a fan, like I just see you in Fly and KTM. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it just resonates now. If you went to a Yamaha, <laughs> your Honda or whatever it may be, I don't know, it'd be just very different now. It'd, yeah. It's a long be time. Different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've rode, rode KTM for a long time and yep. – been with Fly for, I don't know, maybe five or six years now. So, yep. yeah. gear's good, eh? Yeah, great gear. Yeah. Unreal. We, we like, they, they helped me out of my, with my adventure business, yep. uh, McLeod's. And, um, yeah, like, we went through the bush multiple times on it now. And, <laughs> you know, there's some other brands that have been torn to shreds already. And yep. it's not too bad, you know, and that's sort no. of the semi race gear, the kinetic stuff. And oh, yeah. It seems to be all right. So, yeah, I like that gear. <laughs> it's good I reckon gear. that's one of their best styles. Yeah. I like it. It's I awesome. definitely do. Now, um, so you got Aussie title, senior Aussie title. Mm-hmm. When was that? And what was that on? What was the first one on? Uh, the first senior Aussie I did was in uh, 2015, I think it was. Yeah. I um, was lucky enough when I raced, I finished the year as a junior. Uh, mm. All of our titles were done and then they had the senior Aussie in November or early December. Yeah. Uh, down at Tamworth at the showgrounds down there. Yeah, right. Yep. So, yeah, I was uh, I was actually at the AIS in Canberra 
that week beforehand with yep. um, Stephen Gould and um, Paul Gaslick down there doing the coaching clinic yep. that they used to run down there. Oh, that development um, clinic. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. How was that? Oh, unreal. I went to it twice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think 2015 might have been the last year that they did it. But So who'd they have there, do you remember? Like, who, I know Stephen Gall and Paul Kaslick were the two uh, two coaches that they predominantly had. Yeah. Who, uh, who the some of first the time I think I went there, it was Troy as well, Bayless. He All was right, down yep. there. Yeah. Teaching everyone how to just be shredders. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Did you um, see the other week his mountain bike race? Yeah, unreal. That guy is crazy. Six-hour mountain bike race. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He's uh, yeah, he's got he's one of else. the nicest guys you'll ever meet, though, yep. Troy. Yeah, Definitely got something else. Yeah, he's helped me out a lot. Yeah, I was going to say at the start, did he did he play a bit of a role in your racing it for a bit there as a senior as well? A little bit. Yeah. Um, before we went to America in 2016, yep. when I did the amateur dirt track championship over there, yep. he, um, I guess I knew him through like the camp at, um, at, at the AIS, at the AIS yep. and then um, Ollie, his son, he was starting to do some dirt track, so yep. kind of knew him from then. And um, yeah, we actually, I raced on the weekend at Curry Curry, and yep. then we called back into his place um, on the Goldie there on the Monday and he helped hook me up with uh, JD Beach, who I stay with over in America when I'm over there. Mm. So he was a he was a big help in organising the trip, pretty much to go over in 2016. Is that right? And that's actually something I was going to get to. I was yeah. going to ask you how you got linked up with JD Beach. Yeah, through Troy. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, because you, I'll get to that. Um, I'll get to the America part soon. Mm-hmm. But so Troy helped you get there, eh? He did. Yeah, mm. at the start. Yep. What about uh, so that that year after the AIS? Mm-hmm. Now you've won this junior title yep. that year and then you got to win the senior title at the end of the year. Is that right? Yeah. I I don't know. No, I don't think I, oh, I won the under 19s, I think. Right. And the, I think I got second in the 250 and maybe like third or second in yep. the 450 and maybe like a fourth or something like that. It's a nice step up, isn't it? Yeah. That was, that was a pretty good weekend. That was crazy. So yeah. that would have been your first senior uh, second race, actually. Was it? Yeah, I did a New South Wales long track title at Tamworth at their normal track at Oakburn Park ah. a couple couple weeks before that. Yeah. Is that where Michael rode up around the tile Uh No, that was at Gunnada. Was at that Gunnada, there, Yeah. Crazy. Oh, crazy, right? <laughs> I did that uh, in 2016 or 15. Uh, 16, I think. At they, Canada? Yeah, they had a New South Wales long track title there. Mm. And, yeah, I did that for a couple laps and that's probably the fastest I've ever gone riding really? around there. It was crazy. Mate, to see that, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Do, oh, do you yeah. like long track? Yeah. You actually do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like long track. So yeah. the, just the speed or what, what is it? Uh, yeah, just the speed. Um yeah, like going fast and throwing it sideways into the corner, yep. I guess. But yeah, long track's not as easy to ride as as what it looks, I guess. No, I don't think it would be. Hey? It's easy to go fast down the straight, but that's all about your entry and yep. how you come out of the turn. So, so that was in 2015. You won a, a junior title and you won an under 19s. Yep. 2016, you made the move to go up to the States. Yes. Yep. Man, you, you're just a senior. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's huge. I, I didn't think it was so so close, you know? No, I, well, I must have been in 2000 and the end of 2014, that's when I must have turned senior because I did a whole year on the 450 here in Australia. Before? Before I went over there, yeah. Right. And then, so it's 2016, you head off over into the States. Yep. Um, you win the Horizon Award. Yeah, that was crazy. How's that, mate? <laughs> 
Yeah, that was unreal. Yeah. I mean, didn't have any expectations. Yeah. Whatsoever. We were just new, never travelled overseas before. Yeah. Never travelled anywhere really, unless it was in Australia, got into a racetrack pretty much. And then we go over there and through the help of JD and the yep. Gillam family, which uh, that's where he lives, mm. uh, those guys were a big help. I mean, JD's been doing it ever since he was a kid racing dirt tracks. So just the knowledge that he has. Yep. Um, yeah, and we did a few local races um, before the week of the amateurs and, yeah, it was unreal. <laughs> it was awesome. So. Like for people that don't understand that AMA hand out the Horizon Award once mm-hmm. a year to multiple disciplines. So there's dirt track, um, motocross and road racing. Yep. Yeah, dirt track, the first award was Nikki Hayden. Yep. For And it's for amateurs, isn't it? Yeah, for amateurs. So the yeah. best amateur for the year gets this award. Yeah, so they yep. they handed out for the, well, just over that weekend. Yep. I think for motocross they do it for the, like the Loretta Lynn. For Loretta, yeah, and, Loretta's, um, yep. So I guess the, the amateur nationals for dirt track is kind of like the... Loretta Lynn's for dirt track. Yep. And um, so, yeah, they hand that out at the end for the best rider that they think is suited to go pro the following year. Man, it's unreal, like, that you got that. Like, it must must feel pretty good. Like, you got Ben Spees, Nicky Hayden, yeah. um, Travis Pastrana. Like, people like this across the disciplines. Yeah. Must have been a good thing for you. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was yep. pretty awesome. I wasn't even – I didn't even know about it, to be honest. Really? That award, yep. yeah, before we went over to America. Yep. And then when we were over there, we were um, in the printing shop where Carrie works mm. and JD and her are like, oh, you're going to go for this award? And we're like, oh, <laughs> we don't know what that is. So yep. anyway, like they printed out a form and we signed up to it and yeah, wow. it was crazy. Yeah, it's the, I'm the first and only international writer to be ever handed one of those awards. Mate, well done. Thank you. That's yeah. huge. Like it, you know, it, it, it doesn't... Um it's a long way to go. It is. It's a long, it's a long, long, long way, to go. way. Yeah. What's the scene like over there? So, 2016, your first. You did three events over there. Um, we three, did the mile, yep. the half mile, the short track, and the TT. Four events. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, great, great experience. Yeah. Yeah. What is were you it, riding at that stage? Uh, we had a stock KTM 450. And when you say stock, are they proper stock? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. they have a class over there. It's called DTX. Right. So I rode the stock bike in the DTX, a 450 mod and open modified. Mm-hmm. I rode three classes. Yep. And, um, yeah, like in your air filter, on your air filter cage, there's um wire on there. And you're not, you're not even allowed to take that out. So, really? Yeah. you got oh, to use good. OEM wheels, like, I mean, OEM hubs. Yep. And um, the only thing that you can change is fuel. Yep. Um, suspension and obviously put the 19s on, but you've got to use OEM hubs. Good way to get into it, isn't it? Yeah, the cheapest way to get into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because some of the stuff would be like you go, you start to progress through. Some of the motors would be pretty killer, wouldn't they? Yeah, especially over there. I yep. mean, that's like basically factory yeah. stuff that some people race for dirt track. What was the competition like when you first went? Like you've come from Australia. We, we, we're in 2015, 16. There's a lot of good riders floating around here. Yeah, that's What was right. it like jumping in the, into the States? Um, the way I compare it, well, yep. especially in the pro stuff, but even in the images, it's like being a boxer and then you go and do UFC. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's just like starting again. Almost. Like, I mean, you know how to ride. Foundations are there. Yeah, yeah. the foundations there, but... I mean, the style is completely different and the way you ride and yep. even the way they think about gearing is a lot different to us. What do you mean? Here. 
just, what regards? Just just the way they set up their bike for yep. the way it revs at like the end of the straight or how it comes off the turn or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So like just completely different to what Pretty we much, do. Pretty much. Yep. Wow. And the 450 you had over there, was that um, like, was it exactly like identical to what you would have had here suspension wise? No. Or they change it as well? No, we, um, we were lucky enough, the person that was doing my suspension, Suspension Matters um, at yep. the time in Australia, he was like a gold valve race line. Uh, Steve? Dave. Dave, his name Dave, is. yeah. Um, race tech, sorry, distributor. Right. And through that, he um, got us on to Jimmy Wood, who helps out Jared Means. He now's work, now works for Olin's. Yeah. And he sent Dave over some settings and, yeah, Dave built me a set of suspension. Perfect. So yeah. you had that. You had that to. Take I had around. that. Yep. Yep. And did uh, did KTM help you out with the bike over there, or did, what, what? How'd that work? Um, no, they helped me out with the bike here. Yep. So we got the bike here, put the wheels in it, suspension in it. Yep. Um, we bought the drum of fuel that I wanted to run over there. Yep. We got one of those from VP here in Australia, and um, got a dyno because you're allowed to like tune the standard ECU. Yep. Got a dyno, and then um, we got some support to ship it over so we sent it overseas yeah what a mission it was yeah yeah that's that's a huge mission (laughs) uh who who else was over there from australia at that point uh max was that was the first year that he went over to so were you in the same sort of series or how the exact same yeah because the age groups are like a little bit different over there he's a couple years younger than me but yeah we rode in the same three classes and how was that competing with another australian I mean, it's pretty cool. Yep. Racing over there with like a fellow Aussie is pretty good. At least it was someone that you knew you could say hello to. <laughs> For sure. To have JD in your corner, was that a big thing? Oh, massive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got like a, at the Gillum's track, at the Gillum's house, sorry, they've got like a little short track out the yep. back and just the knowledge that he's passed on to me over the years or yep. helped me out. I mean, I probably wouldn't be able to go back over without the help of JD. Wow. So he's, um, your riding style now. Is it something reminiscent of him in a way because of all um, the riding with him? A little bit, yeah. Yep. Not not the exact same because yep. um, they still ride like a little bit different over there to what we do over here. Yep. Um, but it definitely has – it definitely changed my style in 2016 after hanging out with him and riding with him a lot. When, when you came back here at the end of the – and you got, you got the wins too, didn't you? Yeah, Would so you I won the three classes um, outright because wow. it was like just an accumulation of points yep. over the week. So, yeah, I was lucky enough to win those three classes outright and, yeah, won the Horizon Award. Man, that's huge. Yeah, that's what's, pretty cool. What's the scene like? Like you go to a – you go to a, a – Loretta, Loretta, excuse me, Loretta Linz of Flat Track. What's the scene like? Like how many people? What what happens there? Um, It's pretty much like your normal, I guess, AMA dirt mm. track or yep. similar to our, say, like our Aussie title. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, some people, they've got like massive big motorhomes and – a bike for each day. Serious. <laughs> oh yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Like pretty much full, almost like factory. Basically, some yep. of the guys over there, even at amateur level. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's you get back over here. You've you've had you've jumped into the UFC ring of, of dirt track. <laughs> you get back over here, end of sixteen. Mm-hmm. How had you progressed as a rider? Oh heaps. Really. Yeah heaps. Yeah yeah. It's definitely like a much smoother rider. Yeah, yep. <laughs> which helps a lot over here um well i mean it helps anywhere but yeah changed a lot and what what were the races at the end of the year for that do you remember Uh, i think i did an aussie at raymond terrace when i came back yep 
And um, maybe like the Queenslands or a couple of New South Wales titles or something like that. Something like that. Now, when you were in the States, you got hooked up with Roger Lee Hayden for a bit too, didn't you? Yeah, because they're from Kentucky as well. Yep. And um, you based yourself in Kentucky? And, yeah, in Orangeboro. Yep. Okay, so same town. As yeah, them. so that's yep. where like Nikki and Roger and Tommy, yep. um, that's where all they're from. So, yeah, I was lucky enough actually because at that time Roger was still racing, road racing in Moto yep. America and so was JD at that time. Yep. And another couple guys, Jake Lewis and Nick McFadden that road race over there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that was their job. So, and I was over there just racing. So, we hung out all the time and went cycling and rode all the time. So. How, how was that? Oh, I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where was your fitness at compared to someone say like a Roger Lee? How did you feel getting into it? Oh, that? down. Really? <laughs> down a lot, yeah. Because yeah. you're probably 17, seven, eight, maybe 18. Yeah, just turned 18, yeah. Just turned 18. So you've got youth, but yep. their fitness level would be pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from those guys, just yep. training over there and the way they train and just the way they are. Yeah. And yeah, like I look up to JD a lot and um, yeah, it's, it was a great experience. I was lucky enough too to go riding at uh, the track that Earl has their dad yeah. at his place there, which where Roger and Nicky cut a lot of laps. So, yeah, I was lucky enough to go riding there one day too. It's pretty awesome. Sunset Downs. <laughs> Mate, that would have been incredible. It was, yeah. Did you, 16, did you get to meet Nicky? No, he was no. he was away yeah. racing yeah, yeah. at that time. Yeah. But Roger Lee, that would have been a huge thing to get out riding with him and that because he's so fast on the track. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. being their home track. For sure. It was, yeah, it was good. It was, it was pretty crazy over there too when we went to their place. Um, old Earl, he was still out. Yep. And um, Earl and another guy, I guess it was like their gardener or something like that, yeah. they'd just sit beside the track with a board, um, like a clipboard, your name written down, stopwatches along the top <laughs> of the clipboard, and they'd time every lap that you did. And you can just imagine, like you've, you've gone over there in 2016. Mm-hmm. You can just imagine in 96, 97, Earl would have been doing exactly the same thing yep. for the same people, like yep. just sitting there with a stopwatch and yep. <laughs> yeah, they've committed their life to that. Oh yeah. He probably still does it today. He, he sits out there and He would times. for sure. Yeah. So um, how was Kentucky? Yeah, great. It's a great place over there. So, it's like a farming town, so yep. it's not quite as busy as in the cities and stuff like that and the people are friendly and yep. yeah, the roads are pretty quiet when you're out cycling. It's good. So good, good place to sort of base yourself to train yeah. and stuff. Good yeah. climate. Yeah, good climate. I mean, it's cold <laughs> yeah. when you go over there in March. I mean, it's freezing. <laughs> it's like max four degrees, drizzly okay. rain. It's quite pretty miserable, but in the summertime, yeah, it's awesome. A bit different to what we're used to. Oh, yeah. Is um, And how did you, did your training increase as well when you got over there? Like, did you find any holes in your program? Um, like, save what you, you came from here to going over there. Did you did you pick up different training methods from JD and that? A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they cycled a lot at that stage. Yep. Um, so, yeah, well, like when I got back, I obviously started cycling a lot more and stuff like that. Yep. And, yeah, I guess my diet probably changed a little bit too, to be honest. Like better? Better, yeah, yeah okay. for sure, yeah. Because not many people unless you're an athlete like yourself, go to America and say their diet's gotten better. <laughs> no, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. no, that's really cool to hear. So you come back 2017, rode here, or did you go back for a bit? You did a couple of years in a row, didn't you? Um, no, in 2000 and – well, at the end of 2016, I got an invite to go and they had like an RC390 class, mm. cup class. Um, in road Moto- Yeah, in road yep. bikes in Moto America. Mm. And um, they'd invite a couple of people 
to ride them, whether it be like motocross or flat track or yep. enduro or whatever. Um, so I was pretty lucky. Uh, Chris Fillmore, yep. he used to run that team, who now runs the the KDM dirt track team. He um, he asked me, or I got invited to go over and do a race over there in New Jersey wow. um, on the road bike. So I'd ne- never rode a road bike before, but um, I was lucky enough to KDM let me borrow one for a while, a 390, and yeah. um, went down to the go go kart track, extreme go karts on the. Gold Coast, and yeah. um, it's kind of at the same time where Ollie was just starting on a 300 bales. Yeah. So I used to go down there riding with him and Troy and, yeah, take a couple of days off work and go down there riding during the week. And, yeah, Troy helped me out a lot. Holy crap. So that's how you got into the road stuff for yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's how I got into that for a little bit, yeah. So did Chris Fillmore reach out to you? Yep. Because he's a handy racer in his own. He was, yeah, yeah. Supermoto back Super in the Moto day. Supermoto and um, Bikes Peak Racer yeah. does that as well. Yep. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. And how, how was that racing? Was it New Jersey? New Jersey, yeah. What's the track in New Jersey? Um, pretty, I mean. I'm just trying to think what it's called. Uh, I can't remember, actually. Can't remember. I think it's some sum with an M. So that's when you went back again. So you come it, home. Yeah, and then later on in the year, I went back again in 2016. Yep. Yeah, right. Yep. And then you got the 390. Mm-hmm. How'd you go in it? No, oh, I mean, not that good, to be honest. Well, it's your first time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the first race yep. I ever did. Other than that, I'd only been, like, basically riding at the go-kart track with Troy. Yep. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was an eye-opener for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it was a great experience and yep. got to meet a lot of people. I mean, I got to meet Wayne Raining because he's involved in Motor America. So yep. got to talk to him a little bit and How it was, was a great experience. Yeah, was How awesome. was he? Yeah, good. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, yeah. He... he uh, um, I got to meet him at uh, Lagoon and Seca the other year oh, yeah. as well. And he is the most amazing person, hey? Mm. Like just calm and cool yeah. and just, yep. yeah, very nice person. Yeah, he sure is, yeah. Did you did you have any influences? Like obviously you didn't start into racing, but did you have anyone that you looked to that was like, I want to be like that person? Uh, to be honest, not really. No? No, because I guess I didn't come from a racing family, so no. I didn't really know any racing or um, stuff like that. But the biggest influences I've had over my time has been like the likes of Kazo and Stephen Gorm and yep. he's such a nice guy and he's always happy to pass on some wisdom. Yep. Um, and then Troy too. I mean, Troy's been a great help over the years as well with little bits and pieces. And then probably, like I said before, the person I look up to the most is JD yep. right now, to be honest. Yeah. He's back. He's not doing any of the Moto America stuff anymore, is no, he? No, yeah, the series over there is kind of struggling a little bit at the yeah. moment um, with teams and stuff like that. So, yeah, now he just does a flat track. Is, it, is he, um, like, like you see him on, I watch the coverage over there. Yeah. Is he as relaxed as he is on TV? Um, uh, I don't know. Nah, he just seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the nicest guys you yep. ever meet. Too. Yeah. I mean, him and like Kerry and Frankie Gillum, uh, Hayden Gillum. He was a road racer. He actually yep. raced in the production twins class on the weekend there at Springfield. Yep. Um, I mean, those guys—they're the nicest people just you'd good ever people. meet. Oh yeah, they take you in like your your own when you're like they're sorry. They take you in like they're their own over there. It's, yep. Yeah, like you're part of the family. It's really cool. Ah, that's awesome. So you did the thing over there with, in New Jersey. Yep. Now, I've got some photos of you racing here on road bikes as well. Mm-hmm. So did you did that spark something to go into road or what? Um, yeah, then when I came back, um, 
at the start of 2017, I yep. was planning on going back to America to do some dirt track mm-hmm. and I uh, got a phone call from John Hafey. Oh, yeah. And um, through KDM, they were starting up a little bit of a team mm-hmm. um, over here on the 390s. So I decided to stay and do road racing. I road raced for two years. Mm. How's that? Oh, man, it was a big learning curve. Yeah. Because yeah. you can ride a bike, but it's a total different thing again. Oh, it's it? a total different yep. ball game, yeah. Mm. Yep. So there was you and Seth. Is that right? It was around that time as well? Seth no, Seth came a little bit later. later? Yeah. Um, he came in more like 2018, maybe the end of 2017. Yep. But in that year in 2017, on the little bit of a team that was going, is myself, Billy Van Erd and yep. um, Max Croker. Right. Okay. Yeah. And how was it? Was it good fun though, apart from the learning curve? Did yeah. You enjoy it? Yeah, it was good fun. I liked riding. What yeah. was the hardest part of it, coming across from dirt track? Um, probably just trying to learn the suspension. Mm. I mean, they were quite new, like the RC 390s. No one had really raced them too much before yep. here in Australia. And um, just trying to learn the different feeling you would get and what was going on with the suspension was definitely the hardest part and trying to set it up correctly. And and just the um the grip I guess as well that's a huge part of it yeah just the actual mechanical grip the bike's got yeah that's right yeah and what what was uh was that ASBK ASBK yeah so you travelled around for the series with it yeah no. yeah yep. no, it's a uh, it's a good sport do you ever have any any desire to go back and try it um I'd probably like to go back and maybe do like a track day at Morgan Park yep one day but I mean I'd keep my options open for sure for but sure. As far as racing goes, um, yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a good relationship with John? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, he's actually going to be one of the guests coming up. Oh right, so, cool. Yeah, it'd be cool because he's been around. And he's been around for a very long time. <laughs> he's seen the, seen some different things, so he'd yeah. be cool to have. So yeah. now, so then you went straight back into dirt track after two two years, pretty much. Yeah, yep. I mean, I still race dirt track over here. Yep. Um, and then in 2019, we went back to America. And, and had you learnt much between 16 and 19 when you went back over? Did, uh, did yeah, a little bit. Well, I was riding a lot more on the 19s and stuff like that. Yep. So, yeah, definitely changed a little bit. And was 19 a good season over there? Uh, or a good time over there? It was a good time, yeah. Yep. I, I would have liked to have done a little bit better than what I did. Yep. Um, but, like, the pro – from the images to the pros is a massive step up. Yeah, I don't think people quite realise how much of a step up it is. Tell me. How is it? Like, what, what, what's different? Um, when you're racing against like Essendon Racing or yep. team, like actually like Richie Morris, Honda and a few of the other teams over there and just, I mean, like guys that have been doing it since our five, I mean, that's all they know and yep. that's it. Like, I mean, they don't have jobs, most of them. That's just all they do is just race flat track. All their eggs in, are in that basket, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, 100%, yeah. And once you get to pro, what mo- can you you can change motors and stuff class wise? I guess there's a lot you can do, hey. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like over here where you can yep. you can modify your bike and yep. change more of that. I mean they have a lot of rules and stuff like that of what you can and can't do, but you still can do a fair bit and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you went on the 450 in 19 again? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I still race that same 2016. Oh, was yeah, it? it stayed over there the whole time, yeah. With the suspension, everything on it? Just Yeah, well, I have oh, I've got a guy over there to do the suspension now. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, pretty much the same bike. I mean, it's had a little bit of engine work done to it, but yep. basically the same bike. Yeah. As, as before. Yep. yep. It just hangs out in JD's barn. Really? And yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So it's always there if you ever want to go back. Yeah, again. that's right. Yeah. So I mean, it's ready to go right now. Cause we're like at the start of this year, yeah. we're in Daytona. We're setting up in the pits on the Friday, ready to race on the Saturday. So I could fly over there tomorrow and she's good to go. So same deal. We'll get to it. Yeah. Actually, we'll get to it now. We could do whatever. <laughs> you got there this year, didn't you? I did, yeah. I was over there in March. Yep. Man. And you had plans to be there for, for a while too. For right? a few races, yeah. And then obviously what's happened is struck. Yep. So they didn't race the Daytona Sunday, no. did they? So no. what happened there? How, how did it happen? Um, well, during the week, yep. uh, on the Wednesday, I think it was, we rode at um, Volusia. Uh, they did a TT race there. Right. Um, so we rode there and then like on the Thursday, just washed the bike, got it ready to go. Yep. And then on the Friday was the day that you could get your passes and, and to like get your entry into the track. Yep. Um, so yeah, Friday afternoon, we we're setting up in the pits and then there's supposed to be like a riders briefing at, I think it was like six o'clock or something like that. And I was like, I think it was like around 4.30 or something. They called everybody in and said, sorry guys, we're going to have to cancel it. Man, that's crazy. Was there rumours yeah. floating around about it? A little bit, because yeah. they'd already um, they'd already said no spectators. Yeah, and I mean at that stage it was kind of everything was starting to happen with Corona and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think basketball was almost cancelled, and NASCAR was starting to cancel races and stuff like that. So it was kind of when it was all happening. Man, that's. Did, have you done Daytona before that? Yeah, the year before I rode at year Daytona. Yeah. What's it like? Oh, it blows your mind, that place. Really? It is so cool. What's the banking like? I've had a family friend go to there oh, yeah. and say about the banking. What, what is yep. the banking like? Is it just crazy? Yeah, it is yeah. crazy. I mean, it's hard to walk along. It's that steep. Yeah, because where they have the track, you yeah. actually cross the finish line. Mm. Um, our finish line is the finish line of the NASCAR. Because you come back up around on the bitumen up on, yeah, on it that's and right. then flip into that really sharp turn back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So like coming off the banking yep. back down into that sharp left turn, yep. you start to slide a little bit, but then the banking just pulls you back in straight. So you just basically ride in there straight because it doesn't have enough, the bike won't go uphill, yeah. <laughs> Man, that must be weird. Yeah, it is a weird feeling. Is it, is it, is it a fun place to ride though? Yeah, extremely cool, yeah. Yep. I mean, just being like Daytona, like, NASCAR Mecca, basically. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Being and there. the tail end of Daytona Bike Week. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part of Bike Week. Bike Week, yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah. one of the last. I think they had the Daytona 200 for the bike, the super bikes. Yeah. And then the flat track. I think that's the last. It, yeah, they're the last events. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Just seeing all the different bikes riding around town for and sure. stuff like that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Big part. Like it's a big party for people too. Like it's like a Sturgis or this. Yeah. Everyone rides to that part of the country. Yeah. It's a huge thing. It is. Yeah. It's massive. What other places you've ridden that are like that? Like have you done Springfield? No. What What else have you done? So the only pro races that I've yep. done uh, was at Daytona and Atlanta. Um, but then I've rode in like Indianapolis and yep. Greenville in Ohio and a couple other places. Yeah. Do you enjoy traveling just around? The, like racing is a cool thing, but you're doing something really cool traveling around this yeah. awesome place. Oh, yeah. Do you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. You get a chance to actually see it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's been a highlight over there? Um, just pretty much every trip, basically. Just being there, that's yep. a big enough of a highlight in itself. I mean, it's cool. It's what you want to do is like what you've yep. 
been dreaming of doing for like a few years now and stuff like that. So yeah, over there, just racing, training, riding, ride whenever you want during the week. It's just living the dream pretty much. It's what you work hard for. Yeah, that's it. So now you're a carpenter too. Yep. Correct. So I guess you work damn hard doing that. Yeah. Save up. Swinging off hammers. Swinging off hammers. <laughs> and then you get to go over there for a few months and get to do exactly what you want to do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, so 2018, 19, sort of in between, mm-hmm. went back twice, twice to the States, eh? Uh, no, just once in 2019. 19. Okay. So 19. Yep. And was that another good experience for you over there? You yeah, well, that was the yeah. first. That was my first time in the pro in the races. Pros. So yeah, it was a great experience. Good experience, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And who do you remember who your competitors were at that point? Who you had in your class, and who uh, who, who were you dicing with or anything? Uh, like, I mean, Dalton Goltier, he was there at that time. Right. Uh, Shana, I mean, she's unbelievable. Shana Texas, she's yeah. unbelievable on like the half miles. Um, what makes her so good? I don't know. She's got some incredible skill, eh? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, she struggles a lot on the TTs, mm. um, but on the half mile of the mile, yeah, I don't know. I guess she just has a great race sense yep. for on those bigger tracks. Just but, really good race craft. Yeah, for sure. It, what's, she's obviously KTM Factory. Did yep. you get a chance to have a look inside KTM Factory at the time? Or? Nah. I mean, yeah. we just like looked at the bikes and stuff yep. like that, but yeah. What a setup, eh? Hey? Oh, crazy. Like when they did their press launch, might have been last year. I just looked at the, yeah. what they've got. With like the Moto 3 pipe on it and everything. stuff like it's that. Just, it's awesome. It's just a legit factory race. Yeah, that's right, know? yeah. What Do you know any, like in the 450s, what sort of horsepower some of those factory bikes would be putting out on the big track? Oh, I mean, probably high 60s. High 60s? Yeah. Yep. What about here? Fifth, like, don't say a race bike, but a standard 450, maybe a 54 or something? Yeah, mate. I think KDMs are a little bit more out of the box. A out of the box? Higher, yeah. yeah. Like high 50s, yeah. Do, do you, like, say your race bike, do you have to do much to it to make it a race bike? Nah, not really. To Pretty be good honest. from the factory now, though. Yeah, that's yep. right. I mean, they got enough horsepower. And, um, I mean, dirt track's all about getting that horsepower to the ground. So mm. you don't want too much, otherwise it's it's too hard to ride and you end up yep. being slower, yeah. Yeah, it's a funny funny sport like that, eh? It's yeah. Too- I mean, people from the outside, they think, oh, you need big horsepower and stuff like that, but yep. yeah, <laughs> you don't. You need usable horsepower. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Where do you see dirt track heading in Australia? Um, I mean, it's been in a little bit of a lull for the mm. last couple of years, but hopefully with the new... Um, MA CEO or president Peter Doyle, I think yep. it, I think it can go on its rise back up. I mean, you got a lot of young kids. Um, I mean, two or three of them the last couple of years have been going over and doing the amateur dirt tracks itself. So, um, I mean, I think it can go on a rise. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And Peter Doyle, obviously, technically is is unreal like he was Matt Palladin's crew chief for yeah. years and done lots of different things within the sport yeah. and just if, like has the sport at heart too he which does. I think is important yeah. if someone can do it I, I feel it's going to be him and the team that he's putting around him yeah that's right yeah. so it'd be yeah it'd be great to see it back back up to where, where it has been sort of thing yeah for sure back back to what it was a few years ago when Troy was running like the Troy Bayless classics yep. and stuff like that yeah that'd be awesome for sure for sure would you uh did you ever get to have a ride on any of the twins over in the States? No. Never? No, nah, never. Is that something you'd ever want to do? Yeah, I mean, it'd be it awesome. Is? Yeah, yep. for sure, yeah. 
those people, like the people that get into that sort of thing, well, they they'd have to pay their ride into basically like a like a GP idea, isn't it? Yeah, some yep. of them do. Yeah, is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you buy you buy into it, and then you can go from there. Basically, yeah. How much faster is a four fifty? Uh, is a is a twin to a four fifty over there? Like, is it just? I've never been to a flat track in the states. What's it like to watch? Uh yeah, and they're yeah. a lot faster. Yeah, just heaps. Yeah, yep. I mean maybe on like a short track or something like that. Um, the four fifties are pretty close, but the yep. twins are still faster. I mean yep. they're they're purpose built for yep. a racing flat track, like the new Indian. That's they purpose built that for flat track. Yeah, the Harley and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful machines too. Oh, amazing! Like, the craftsmanship in them is it, is unreal. Yeah, it really is. Like you look at. Um, there's a James Raspoli's machine that he's got at yeah. the moment. Like, just you, you sit back and look at the 750, and it's like, wow, that is... Yeah, they're amazing. Lovely yeah. machine. So, yeah. and uh, so 2020, obviously, we're here now. Mm-hmm. You had plans to race in the States for... How, how many races was that? Um, I had three booked in yep. at that stage. Uh, it was like five or six weeks. I was going to be over there for, mm-hmm. and um, had three pro races, I should say, and we we're going to do like a few other races and stuff like that. Yep with plans to go back because they changed the rule and to go back like the following year you have to do like a minimum of six races over there oh really yeah to keep your pro license yeah um so yeah we had like plans to go back because i'd like to go back like in 2021 Mm -hmm. um so we had plans to go back and and do a few more races over there to at least get the six but they were all grouped up Mm -hmm. in like june july so we could have done like another four or five over there yep um, but obviously with everything going on, that's been put on hold. So I'm guessing there'll be an exemption because of that, hey? There'd have to be some sort of rule. Yeah, I'd hope yep. so. I mean, if we can get back over there next year, yep. maybe depends what's going on with travel and everything sure. like that. I mean, who knows at this stage, but I'd, <laughs> I'd hope there's an exemption. Otherwise, I'll be just racing in Australia, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's just such a... It, it makes it hard for... I'm yeah. not too sure. I think... They did it to maybe make it a little bit more professional or something like that. But, I mean, it's hard for international riders yeah. to go over there, yeah. If you if you don't have the money behind you yep. to stay over there for long periods of time, I mean, it, I mean it's hard, yeah. Hey, that's – yeah, I, I – yeah, I didn't know that would be the case. Yeah, it's know. only a new rule, yeah. So six races <laughs> mm-hmm. you've got to do to keep your yep. – keep, keep, keep it. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah – what, what what would be the key races for you to do if you if you did go back over? Just next any year? of them. Just any you're happy <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, yep. any of them. Yeah. Yep. And what about in Australia like this year? Is there an Aussie title? Has um, anything been said? Do you know? Yeah. Well, they've can't. We're supposed to have one in September and one yep. in October. Aussie. Mm. Uh, they've cancelled the one in September. Was that the track title? Or yeah, it was the yep. track title at Tamworth. Yep. Um, so they've cancelled that. And then we're supposed to have a dirt track Aussie at um, Canberra in mm. October, and they've moved that to November. Yeah. But I mean, they've everything else has been cancelled. Yep. All the other Aussies, uh, like juniors and stuff like that. So I'm not too sure what's going to happen. Yeah, fingers crossed it can go ahead. Yeah. That Tamworth one was uh, shaping up to be good too. Yeah, new track. Yeah. I mean, that was the first time that anyone would have raced there before. So, yeah, it would have been awesome. I know they got heaps of news coverage. They got, yeah, they you did. know, it was a huge thing for for the, for the Tamworth for one thing and it would have been yeah. great to have it there. But Yeah, for sure. Next year, mate. Hopefully. Next year. <laughs> What's an average day for you as an athlete look like? What do you do? Um, wake up in the morning, yep. have some breakfast, go to work. Yep. Go to work uh, as a chippy. Yeah. Yep. Work all day and then train for an hour, an hour and a half, maybe yep. two hours in the afternoon and 
eat some dinner and go to bed and do it all again. <laughs> How often are you riding? Um, pretty much just on the weekends. Just weekends. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a place you get, like, have you got a place up home that you ride or do you just have to go to a North Brizzy or... Just a, go to a North Brizzy or, yep. or a ride park or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. That's a that's the thing I see about the American riders that has been a big thing as well as most of them have got places, eh? Yeah, that's yep. right. I mean they I mean but that's their job, so yep. they're lucky enough that they get to ride during the week and stuff yep. like that. So yeah, it's pretty lucky. They're it's pretty awesome when you get that opportunity to do that. For sure, mate. Well, thanks so much for coming in. No worries, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Is there any anything else you want to run through, mate? Um Ah, not really. I All mean, right. I'm just thankful that I get to race and I like to thank everybody that's helped me and mentored me and coached me over the years and my sponsors that are stuck by me for all these years and obviously my mum and dad, yeah. um, you know, you, you can't do anything as you're starting off without your mum and dad and their support. So, yeah, thank you and thanks for giving me this opportunity. Nah, it's cool, mate. I'm, I'm a big fan. It's cool to have you, you in here and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to try and get you onto one of these other V twins over here yeah, and see how you sounds go. Sounds good. I like to ride one of those. Yeah. It'd be cool to see you on one and just to see what it can actually do. Yeah. You see me putter around <laughs> egg and spoon it. It'd be cool to see you on one just to see just to see, mate. So at some yeah. point that'd be pretty I don't know how to go with KTM, but we'll have to try yeah, and figure that out. I think that'd be out. right. Yeah, so, that'd be good. <laughs> but um yeah, thanks for coming in, mate. And uh yeah, take care and we'll see you around. No worries, thank you. Thanks, mate.